What is going on, everybody? It is your boy, Ben Miller here, back with your West Side Lions podcast. We got a fun one. The Lions face the Bears this week. Usually it is not looking so good for the Lions when we face the Bears. But alas, here we are. We have won. Matt Patricia's gone. Bevel is in. And we are winning games. Guess what, guys? Daryl Bevel has a better record than any head coach for the Lions ever. No way. <laughs> He, he has won 100% of his games. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ben. He has won more games against the Chicago Bears than Matt Patricia in his entire tenure with the Detroit Lions. So, yeah, it's a good day for Detroit Lions fans. It was fun to see. We got some fun stuff we get to talk about from this game. And then possibly, you know, who replaces Matt Patricia in the future? So let's get into it here. We've got our two co-hosts, Austin and Jake. Austin. How are you today, dude? Hey, doing great, Ben. Awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear. Jake, what about you, man? How was your week? It was good. See, Lions win against the Bears. Any win is a good win, but against the Bears, it just feels perfect. We are back, baby. It has been so long since we've been able to beat the Bears, and we finally did it. And it shocked the crap out of me. I did not think we were going to win this game, honestly. And then in the third, fourth quarter, I was like, yeah, this isn't happening. We just took another loss. And then Romeo Okwara strip sack in the fourth quarter put us 15 yards from the end zone. And we were only down by like four points. I'm like, oh my goodness, we have done it. We are making our comeback against the Bears now. Yes, it was so fun to see that. But this was not an all-great game. This was a kind of up-and-down game. So that's going to move us into our takeaways from this game. And I'm going to start with myself, actually, for this takeaway week. Um, and then I'll move into you, too. My takeaway from this game was it is fun to be a Detroit Lions fan once again. After you have a head coach for a few years and you just don't see any positivity you don't see you know even the team you can see that they are just disgruntled um, there's no future for the team it just gets so tiring and exhausting to watch the team and try to support them but this team played with a lot of excitement and it got me excited so it's so fun to watch these games and not just win but have a team that's hyped up and and energized and wants to win and has stuff to prove. That's what's so fun to me about this team right now is not only do they possibly have a future, they are fun to watch because they're energized too. And I think that Matt Patricia was a big hindrance of that. So seeing a game without Matt Patricia on the offensive side especially made a big difference for me. The offense played way different. Um, you know, Matthew Stafford went out there, threw over 400 yards, three touchdowns, so many more long passes than what we've been seeing from him. It hasn't been the run-first mentality. Uh, it was such a different offense. People were playing, like Daryl like Bevel likes to say, with their hair on fire. It was fun to watch. The defense was a little bit on the opposite side. I think that the defense still is kind of doing a little bit of the Patricia scheme in some aspects. Um, and watching this game kind of made me realize that it's not only the scheme that was the issue, but we're lacking on talent. 
in the defensive side as well. So whoever the next head coach is, whoever the next GM is for the Lions, they've got a lot of work to do. And in my opinion, the majority of that work has to be the defense because from what I saw, this offense, especially once they get their main players back, like Kenny Galladay and Daryl Bevel, I mean, <laughs> Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift, you know, that that is a pretty scary offense. So I think that overall, I loved watching this game. Offense was so much better and defense still has the majority of the work that needs to be done. But now let's move it over to you guys. Let's see your takeaways. Austin, let's start with your takeaway. Yeah, I mean, uh, it started out kind of how I thought it would. Um, Bears took a, a nice lead on us, and, um, you know, Lions went down. I got a little depressed. And then second half rolled around, and the Lions started scoring a little bit. Started getting my hopes up, and, uh, you know, I, I kept getting a little more excited and a little more excited, and... Uh, I was just waiting for them to, you know, pull the rug out from under us and, you know, just take off, and that never happened. Um, it was just so much fun to watch the sideline actually see some life in them. Uh, after that strip sack, um, you know, all the, the defenders all ran over, and they were all, you know, jumping around, and uh, they were hugging Bevel and, uh, like... I mean, just with Patricia, you would never see that. Like, just no excitement like that ever. So, it was just fun to see them out there having fun like Bubba wanted them to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to the next few games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Before we talk a little bit about future games, real quick, Jake, what was your takeaway and reactions from this game? Well, you know, going into the game, I didn't have huge expectations. You know, I was just expecting us to, I was expecting the players to enjoy playing football and just being a, an okay game. I was not expecting a win, but when the game started, our defense was not playing that well, and I expected that considering Daryl Bevel is not a defensive-minded coach. He is an offensive coordinator for a reason, and now talking about the offense, I was quite impressed with the offense. Even on the first drive, going for it on fourth and one, that really impressed me because um, Patricia didn't make that type of risky moves. And um, Daryl Bevel's just pulling things out of his sleeve that I was very happy with. And, and I thought it was a very well-played game from Detroit. And... It was very good to see the players all excited. And, um, you know, it makes me happy to see Daryl Bevel feel comfortable coaching as a head coach. And this kind of makes me worried, though, because um, out of Daryl Bevel's career, he hasn't stayed with the team necessarily a long time. You know, he was with the Seahawks for three years. He's, um, he was, I forget who he was with before that, but. Um, I could see him going somewhere else and getting a potential head coaching job if he plays well. And But I really like him to stay as our offensive coordinator, but if he continues to coach like this, I, I don't know if we'll see him here much longer in Detroit. But yep, overall, I, a great game. I agree. I agree. Yep. 
And real quick about that fourth down. Come on, Jamal Agnew. Come on, man. You easily had that yeah, first down, yeah, man. Yeah, don't cut back on that. You just gotta. Come on, dude. For it. You were. You could have easily outbeat him to the sideline. What is going on, man? If I had that much room and I had your speed, there would have been no way that I would have not gotten that first down. Come on, man. We're gonna get one of those segments one day where it's where they do a, what is it on ESPN or whatever where they do the come on man. Yeah. yeah. Jamal Ag Jamal Agnew is my come on man for that game. That was that that was so sad to watch. Like I really have high hopes for him possibly, but that that one I was like, oh boy, <laughs> he's got some work to do. Um, but yeah, so you talked about it a little bit. Let's kind of move into it. Coaching positions. Um. Right now, Daryl Bevel is our interim head coach. Um, right now, he is 1-0 and for our head coach. Um, you know, we're going to not take any assumptions going into this, but we have each come up with our top three replacements for head coach. Um, we all have the same number one head coach, which anybody who is listening who is has any idea with the Lions fans probably know already who that is but um we have some others for our for our other picks so we're going to kind of get into that a little bit i'm going to start us off here real quick my number three is um joe brady the panthers offensive coordinator he is very very young but i i kind of like that where he's done a ton with a beat up Carolina Panthers offense you know Teddy Bridgewater Christian McCaffrey's been out a lot and he's like not skipped a beat with Mike Davis you know and that offense is just explosive I mean just look at what they did to the Lions I mean come on um I think that he has a lot to offer um I think he could be I don't think he's you know the top five candidates, but it's somebody I, I wouldn't mind seeing in the, in the head coaching position. It would be a very big jump for him. I think this is his first year as an offensive coordinator. Um, so it'd be a very odd thing to see, you know, one year as an offensive coordinator in the league and already getting offered a head coaching position, but because he's young, um, because he's gonna, you know, bring something with like new life to a team, I wouldn't mind seeing Joe Brady. So that's my number three, and then we're going to switch it over to Jake. Let's start with you. What's your who is your number 3? My number 3 is Daryl Bevel. That um <laughs> I mean to stay with Detroit and become the head coach, I don't think the players wouldn't I I think the players would mind would like that. So, um and I think he's not that bad of an offensive corner. I think he's pretty good. So, I have him as number 3. He was lower, but after that game, you know, it put him higher on my list. I hate that because he was my number two. He was my number two on my list. So so now I got to think of somebody so else real three. quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Austin, um, do you have a different three that you want to go with? Or do you want to go to number two and start off our number twos? Uh, yeah. I mean, my number two and three were kind of going back and forth. And then... With you know Bevel getting the win, I I kind of put him as my my three and uh, or sorry my three and four were kind of going back and forth. So I put Bevel as my three. Um, I I mean I get 
if I was going to say another three, I'd go with Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. He uh, He's trending up now. And, um, I mean, he's been doing really good with the Titans lately. Um, they, how many points did they just put up on the Colts defense? Something, something stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. and, I mean, just look at the turnaround of, you know, uh, Tannehill from coming mm-hmm. from Miami, coming there, and look at the success he's had, so. It's true. Mm-hmm. I think he, he again, could be a good candidate. Again, though. I always like struggle with this because you also have to think, you know, did Tannehill really get that much better or is the running back position helping him out a lot with the, who their running back is? Well, I do think he did make a big step. You always have to think about that because it is something you just have to think about when coaching options, you know, he got better. He, he has like worse targets in Tennessee like, he had Jarvis Landry, Kenny Stills, Devontae Parker in Miami. And now he has A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. And John New Smith, that's really it to throw to. I, I think, and he's playing better. I think it's a better offense for him. So I'm going to give Arthur Smith credit, you know. I think he made him into a better player. Okay. But they run well, the ball, like, all the time, too, though, so. It's true. Yeah. It's just something you want to, like, I agree. I think it's probably a safe thing to say that, mm-hmm. you know, that offensive coordinator has put, you know, that the difference might have been the offensive coordinator, not just having, you know, the workhorse of a running back, you know, taking it all off your shoulders, um, which is not the case for some of the other people who I think, if I can guess correctly, Jake, who is your number two? I think we both know who I'm having here <laughs> it's not eric Binemi. his name is lincoln riley oklahoma's Ooh. head coach i am a huge fan for him he is an offensive genius he has so many good offensive players to come up to the nfl and perform great he's he's a quarterback he he knows his quarterbacks he's Helped build some of the best quarterbacks. Well, not best, but very good quarterbacks. He built up Baker Mayfield, who's playing very, very well this season. Very well this season. That's a fact. He's been playing very well. He's he's coached up Kyler Murray. <laughs> he's coached up Kyler Murray, who I think is a top five running back. I'm not running back, quarterback. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. You were right. He is a top five running back. You were right. And then, and he just happens to throw passes every once in a while. He, he helped turn around Jalen Hurts' um, college career. He turned him into a Heisman candidate. And he's been um, growing, um, I believe he's a freshman, Spencer Rattler, into a pretty good quarterback. So I think... If we were to draft a quarterback under him and help develop the quarterback, oh my god, oh my god, I, I we have such a young offense too, and he's a fairly young guy, and I feel like our offense would go to the next level if he was our head coach. And Oklahoma's defense has never been necessarily bad too, so I think he would be a very good coaching candidate. Now, I don't think it's very likely since he is very loyal to Oklahoma, is from what I heard here. 
But, yeah, he's my number two because I think he's a very good coach, and I think he would fit very well in Detroit. So let me ask this because I've heard a lot of Detroit Lions fans saying this, um, that what Detroit Lions need is an offensive-minded coach. I've heard many people say that. They said, you know, we've done the defensive head coach thing. It did not work out. Um, We need an offensive coach. So after this game where you saw Daryl Bevel as, you know, free reigns, lets him do what he wants, if we are able to keep Daryl Bevel as offensive coordinator if he's not head coach, do you really think that what we need is an offensive-minded coach? Probably not because um, our offense performed very well that game and our defense did not. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I think our defense needs a lot of help with coaching. So uh, you got me there, but yeah, I think we do need a lot of help at defense. Yeah. All right. Um, number two for you, Austin. Who's your number two? Uh, probably Eric Binami. Um, I mean, sorry, Ben. He was here. He was your two. Jake, Jake, (laughs) Jake, nope, not at, not at all. I don't want him anywhere near the Lions and Jake knows this, which is why he giggled because I have gone off when we're playing Madden together. I have gone off about Eric Binami. I don't want him anywhere near this team. (laughs) He is literally the offensive-sided Matt Patricia. And if yeah, you think much. I'm wrong, you can fight me. He is in the shadows of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Nicole Hardman. I mean, there is no shortage of amazing players and coaches on that offense. And that is what's making him good. And no, A monkey could do his job right now. Hey, that was my line in our text thread. Thank you very much. And you chose him as your number two. <laughs> so I had to say it. You can't be stupid to coach the Chiefs offense. The Chiefs offense has succeeded. I mean, you have to be able to give him some credit. Yeah, give you got to give him some I'll, credit. I'll, gi- I'll give him the credit. He holds up that paper very well. Oh, my God. Oh, he, holds it, he, he holds it up very well. So that's what I'll give him credit for. But go ahead. I'll let you continue on. Give your give your speech for Benemi. <laughs> okay. If, well, if you're gonna you know poo poo him so much, I will go with no. My go ahead. Number two. No. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you want me to say here? Okay. He's it, done great. It's all last... your opinion. Okay. Well, explain it. Tell tell the people why you want him. Prove me wrong. You're making me doubt myself now. Here, you good. Want me to say- Get him away I, from our team. I have good reasons for Eric Binemi. <laughs> All right, go All right, ahead, you Jake. go, Jake. So, let's talk about some of the young guys and um, the Chiefs' offense who did not Patrick Mahomes. play under the coach of Matt Nagy as offensive Shut coordinator. Tyreek Hill. Uh, not Ty- Travis Kelsey. Not Tyreek Hill. Um, Clyde Edwards. Andy Reid. <laughs> Tyreek and not Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been fairly well. Um. Nicole Hardman's done pretty well. On the, on I wouldn't the, even know that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is on the team the last few weeks. Yeah, but I, you can't be dumb to coach this Chiefs offense. 
He's obvious. You could. He's a former NFL player, so I think he'd be a good players coach too. Okay, well that's good. I'm glad he's got that going for him. There's there's just absolutely nothing either one of you could say to not make me believe that this hire would be the next Matt Patricia hire. Except for the one fact that he might be a player's coach. yippity doo da. Good for him. He's a player's coach. He will not be my head coach. I think he could succeed somewhere else. Like, I could see him succeeding. Yeah, go suck Houston seed somewhere else. Or Atlanta. I could see him... Um, do have success there this this is this is how bad that i know he is is because i went on twitter for the lions twitter the other day and there was a bears fan who somebody had said eric benemi needs to be the next head coach of the bears and they even said no that's when you know it's bad that the bears are passing on him too (laughs) get him away from my team now that that rant is over i'll go to my number two which I actually had Daryl Bevel. Um, and I just want to throw this name out. He's actually not my number two. I don't want him as a coach, but it was something that they had said on Fox NFL Sunday when the Lions were playing. And I just want to throw it out there, um, see what your guys' reaction was for it. Um, Jason Garrett, the former Cowboys head coach. <laughs> Listen, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pit. I'm gonna throw a, like a 30 second pitch, and you guys, you know, if like I said, I, it's not somebody I particularly want for our head coach, but I'll stop he knows how to win. Get started. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. He he's your Eric. Benemi for me. Yeah, I, he had so much Again, talent on he's that not, offense. He's not my pick. I agree. No, I agree. But he does, like, let's be honest, though, the Cowboys have been a contender every year that they were under him. No. Uh, coming from a Lions fan, yeah. Uh, what, what about when they went 4-12? and 12? <laughs> They looked good doing it. No, they did oh, not. Don't give me that crap. No, they did not. <laughs> No, they did not. I'm just saying, like, they like I said, I don't. At, you can't. I don't good. at all endorse him. I don't at all endorse him. I want to just throw it out there since the Fox NFL Sunday did, and you took my number two. Um, I do have here Daryl Bevel is my number two, especially mm-hmm. if he can get us into a playoff run, yep. um, which we are one game out from being in playoff contention. Just don't saying. Give me that hope, Ben. I'm Our just saying. Hard, one game though, coming up. It is, but if we win this upcoming games, um, not only do we deserve to be in the playoffs, um, we deserve every ounce of respect from the league because nobody thought that the Lions Mm -hmm. could possibly still have a chance this year after getting rid of Patricia and then getting... You know, Daryl Bevel to come in. If we do make the playoffs, I it needs to be seriously considered for Daryl Bevel as the next head coach. I think you go ahead and give Matt, uh, Matthew Stafford that comeback player of the year award too. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Stafford um, in a probably in a few weeks, but I do want to just say this right here and now. After this game with Matthew Stafford unchained, um, I am a lot less wanting for a full rebuild. Yeah. I think we have to, I think we have to keep Stafford. If he's going to play like that, mm-hmm. um 
you know, that's going to keep us a lot closer to playoff contention than doing a full rebuild. And then, you know, our next head coach might not be able to, you know, cause he'd have to draft a quarterback and it's a 50, not even a 50, 50 chance of getting, or, you know, hitting on a quarterback. But even if you happen to hit on a quarterback, most likely he's not going to hit until coach is already gone anyway, because it's year four or five when he starts playing well. So, um, I, I think we have to keep Stafford until, you know, Stafford's ready to retire or, um, or, you know, he's really starting to decline. But if he, if he's going to play like this, there's no way we get rid of Stafford in my opinion. There's no way we get rid of him with his cap hit either. <laughs> what is it? 22 million it's, next year. Yeah, but it's a big, he, he did a big uh, bonus signing last year that actually, would help us a decent amount if we cut him this year, um, which is why I think there's a lot more talk about it than last year. But again, like I said, I don't, it's really going to come up to the next GM, but Mm -hmm. if they're smart, at least in my opinion, I wouldn't get rid of him. But now we've gone around the bush long enough. We're going to get into each of our number one picks. Um, the same guy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 it's the most revered pick in all of NFL right now for the Detroit Lions. I think even he knows most likely he's going to be the Detroit Lions' next head coach. I think he's actually excited about it, mm-hmm. which gets me excited. He grew up a Detroit Lions fan from Dearborn, Michigan, Mr. Robert Sala. The 49ers defensive coordinator, like I said, he's a Dearborn, uh, Dearborn you know, born man. He, he's from Michigan. He grew up a Lions fan. He wants to be the Lions head coach. People like Richard Sherman are even saying, you know, this guy has to get the Detroit Lions teaching job. He just went on a podcast, I think it was today, and he said all of his friends are texting him about this Detroit Lions head coaching job. Um, Robert Sala is right now the most, the top revered head coaching opportunity for any team. And the thing is, this does not happen very often. The Lions have a leg up on all the rest of the teams that need the head coaching job. Why? Because he grew up a Lions fan. He wants to come and be this team's, you know, turnaround. What what kind of story is, like, that is the greatest headline ever. Michigan man becomes head coach of Detroit Lions and turns the thing around. I'm excited for that. You know, if the Fords do not take this man as the head coach... I'm going to be a little skeptical because it seems like all the stars are aligning for a perfect matchup for Robert Sala. Um, Defensive-minded coach, which we need to get the defense fixed. I think he's going to be the guy to do it. Just look at what he's done with the 49ers defense. Last year was outstanding. And yes, like I've always said, you have to take a look at the other factors as well. The head coach and the players. The head coach... He's not a defensive coach. What he does, and they've come out to say this, is what the head coach does is he thinks of, you know, different things that he wants to try, and he gives it to Salah to implement it. That's what a head coach usually does is implement things. And that's what we need is somebody who can come in and implement it. And then, of course, yes, they did have a great off or a defensive line, you know, led by somebody like Nick Bosa, but... The biggest tell has been this year where their line and their defense has been so beat up and injured. And the, Guess what? They're still playing well. 
still a top five defense in every single ranking. Mm -hmm. So this, this is what I really like to see is where the accolades that we give to somebody where it's based solely on them. There is no way you could say that anything but Salah is the difference maker for that defense. At least this year, you cannot say anything else. So that is a big thing for me is, yeah, it's it's not this player, it's not this coach. It is this person is making this difference. And that is what I'm excited about. Jake, what do you got on him? Um, You know, just to grow up in Michigan and become a Detroit Lions head coach is honestly a dream come true for any Lions fan. But um, I think he's done very, very well in San Francisco. Um, like you said, um, their defense has been hurt a lot this season. They're missing a lot of key pieces, um, but they're still a top five defense. And that amazes me. And I think it's a good part of it is because of his leadership. And he seems like a very like down-to-earth guy who's there for the team. I think he's a good player's coach. Um, seems like a nice guy. You know, I'm... I'm really set on him. I I sure hope he gets the job because I I think he's a great defensive um coordinator for the 49ers. And you know when we we were about to sign Matt Patricia, I was like, "Uh, okay. I guess it makes sense." But no, I'm really excited for Sela. I I think he's a I think I think a lot of the Detroit Lions fans are right now. Like mm-hmm. At for, like we all at the beginning were kind of like, yeah, I'm not really sure what we're wanting from head coach right now. You know, yeah, I've heard of Salah. I, you know, I'm not so sure. Defensive mind, whatever. I, I, not so sure. And then you start reading a bit more about him. You start looking him up. You start seeing how all of those stars are aligning, and you're like, I'm excited. This this could be our guy. Like he could be our Mike Tomlinson. It's easy as that. He could be the guy to turn this thing around just because it feels like he could. And I, you know, when Matt Patricia got, got hired, I was like, yeah, you know what? If anybody's going to do it, it's going to be a guy who's got the Patricia way. But I was not excited like I am talking about Salah. I'm just not. And I think many Detroit Lions fans are feeling the same way. But I mean, you can't be worse than Patricia. That that's I think that's why a good chunk of our excitement <laughs> is because it's any. I'm not so even bad. kidding. No joke. <laughs> anything can be better than what Patricia coached. A a, a, a ant could coach better than Patricia. The, yeah, insect, Eric Benemi could coach better than him. Yeah, and the insects. And that's saying something. Paper better than him too. Probably. Air. <laughs> Air could coach better than him. What was the meme that was put out last week or whatever? But Patricia always had a pencil, you know, a pen, the pencil in his ear, yet he has a laminated sheet. So, like, what was the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will say one thing. Like, I told Jake this before. The one thing I do miss about Patricia is just the enigma of Matt Patricia. Like, the pencil behind the ear, the fear of the beard. Like, he was an enigma. 
I didn't You're like anything he did with the team. Yeah, but <laughs> he was over. an enigma. Yeah, so that was it. Was always like he was an enigma, and it's so funny. And I kind of miss that, but I don't miss him. Um, Austin, miss do you have anything else to add about Robert Sala? I mean, I just really want to have a player's coach, and, and he I, is. Yeah, and I mean. You could just, just from the excitement that Bevel brought, you can just see the, just the change in the excitement of the players and them just wanting to go out and have fun and just to, to play football, to play football, not to, you know, for whatever other reasons they would go out there to play. But, I mean, just we need a players coach to come in and just to completely change to the locker room. So, yeah, and I think that if we happen, if we happen to keep Bevel, and we get Salah, um, one, I I would hundred percent believe that Corey Unlin would be gone. Um, I I wouldn't mind just seeing Salah, you know, call the defense. Those two player coaches that they've like that would be an exciting, fun team. Like those players, players would want to come in. And I am like willing to say this right now: if we get Salah, I am ninety percent sure we would get Richard Sherman as well. You know why I say that? Because he has already said he is sure he is not. He said when they first asked about head coaching for Robert Salah, he endorsed him, and then he said, "Are you planning on re-signing with the Sea or with uh, the Forty ers And he says. Well, it's not looking like I am right now. He's going where Ro- he loves Robert Sala as a coach, and I believe that wherever he goes, Richard Sherman goes as well. To get a guy could you, like Richard Sherman, could you imagine? Yeah, could you imagine having Richard Sherman be able to teach our young guys? He's thirty-two years old. He's still playing I'm not well, though, him, and he's very exciting. I don't want him. I don't want him for the play. Like, yeah. he's not in his prime anymore. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But the thing that our young corners are missing is that veteran presence to lead them. Richard Sherman will be that if he comes to the Lions. And I that veteran presence. I think he's a sure, good guy. They could get him for cheap for a year or two, I guess. But well, the thing is, if you saw what he did with his contract last time, where it's completely just you know laden with different kind of bonuses and whatnot, if he if he makes certain plays or whatever, so. If if he comes to Detroit, his his contract looks really really team friendly, as long as he's not playing well. So <laughs> I think that we, and I think like I said, he's not in his prime. So I think we could probably get him for a good price. And but he always brings that excitement. You know, he he's always on the sideline, um, just like engaged in the game. And I think we do need that in Detroit. You know, someone who's just like bringing an excitement to the team. He's Pumping up he's the a players. leader. Yeah, he's a great leader. Team captain for sure if he came. Yeah. Well, I don't love what Adrian Peterson has produced on the field. Mm-hmm. The thing that he has done the best is be the veteran presence for these running backs, yeah. especially DeAndre Swift, mm-hmm. who can teach him and show him the ropes. And DeAndre Swift has already started to, you know, come out of his shell that we've seen, as long as he gets back healthy. The thing is we have Okuda. He could be great, along with Aurorier. Both of them could be outstanding. Justin Coleman, too. 
Yeah, the only leader that they've got is Justin Coleman, and he's pretty young as well. So they need that veteran guy that can take them under their wing, teach them the ropes, show them the steps, and they will come to a new... I believe that that cornerback group could be, you know, pretty elite. Yeah. So To add on to uh, the Adrian Peterson thing, I could see him signing back for at least, like, one more year because... I think him and DeAndre Swift have, have no. a, I, I think they have a very good relationship, you know, as friends. Um, because um, after Adrian Peterson scored a touchdown on Sunday, I saw those two like smart, like talking to each other, you know, and like complimenting each other. Because I think, I think as players, they have a lot of respect for each other. And if we do get another running back in the draft for some reason or sign another one. I think he just like bring a good mentality to the team. I'm, I like having veterans who aren't as good anymore because they still bring a presence to the team that helps build the younger guys up. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not so, so sure I agree with keeping him, but we'll go into that a little bit later. Uh, not later, in future weeks um, because we are out for our time today. But like I said, in future weeks, we're going to start taking a look at each different position. We're going to talk about who needs to stay, who needs to go, and then, you know, where the building starts and where it needs to happen the most. Um, But as of right now, this week is over. We're done talking about the next candidates. We're done talking about the Bears. So we will see you all next week when the Lions face Green Bay Packers. Hopefully we have a fun game to talk about. Um, But either way, we're going to be here. Hopefully you'll listen to us. We hope you have a great week and go Lions!